There's no secret formula for scaling support and boosting customer satisfaction. But there is the all-new service hub from HubSpot, bringing service and support together in one powerful platform so you can deliver the best experiences possible and free up reps' time with an AI-powered help desk. Also, you can keep customers happy. Secrets out. Service Hub is a game changer. Visit HubSpot.com service to learn more. Howdy, folks. It is Wednesday, May 10th. Jacob here with Juliet and Les, and you are listening to The Hustle Daily Show. In just a few minutes, you're going to hear Juliet and Les talk about lemonade, not lemonade, the drink, lemonade, TikTok parent bite dances, new app. The app is somewhat of a cross between Pinterest and Instagram, but can it actually topple either? We will discuss. But first, let's talk about what else is happening in the world of business and tech. Let's get, as always, crack leg. All right. First on tap, the small business optimism index is, well, not looking super optimistic. The index fell last month to 89, its lowest level in over a decade. Labor shortages and inflation were the top challenges cited by small business owners who were also found to be investing less in their businesses. Up next, holy sheet. Temper Sealy International is buying mattress firm in a $4 billion deal if the leading betting supplier absorbing the leading betting retailer doesn't succumb to regulatory nightmares, that is. The move will give Temper Sealy ownership of mattress firms more than 2,300 stores and e-commerce site. Moving along to some new points of view at Meta, the company is testing a new way for its creators to monetize Facebook and Instagram posts, basing earnings on viewers rather than on ads served around their videos. And the move, they hope, will help Reels better compete with who else but TikTok. And in other news, Wendy's is working with Google to develop a drive-through chatbot that understands unique phrases, biggie bag, for example, and can parse orders over background noise. The AI is also apparently programmed to upsell customers, which, well, is impressive and makes a lot of sense. And speaking of Google, the company's annual event, Google I.O., kicks off today at 1 p.m. Eastern. You can expect a presentation heavy on hardware as well as AI. We definitely expect some really neat AI demonstrations to go down. I'm sure we'll be talking about them on the podcast tomorrow. Also, put a ring on it. Finnish high-tech ring and health tracker maker, wow, that was a mouthful, Aura is acquiring a startup called Proxy, which makes digital IDing tools. Proxy was valued at $292 million in 2020 per pitch book. Aura was valued at more than $2.5 billion in 2022, and the purchase would give the company a way to mix in payments, access, security capabilities into its rings. And finally, Israeli officials caught Americans attempting to smuggle in 375 pounds of fruit roll-ups into the country. A TikTok trend in which people fill the candy with ice cream has made it a hot commodity. But never fear, Israel's Ministry of Health suggested a cucumber recipe instead. Sounds interesting, but I think we'll stick with some lemonade for now. And with that, here's Juliet and Les with today's main story. TikTok is undoubtedly one of the most popular apps in the world with well over 1 billion users globally, despite recent attempts to legislate it away. Lemonade is ByteDance's next trick, and it's already doing pretty well. Since its U.S. launch in February, it's been downloaded over 17 million times. 
Les, for those of us who have yet to download Lemonade, what is it exactly and what does it look like? Yeah, so Lemonade is ByteDance's latest attempt to get U.S. users really interested in its apps. <laughs> I downloaded <laughs> Lemonade to research the story that I wrote about it, you know, true investigative journalism. Mm-hmm. And when I downloaded the app, I had to do a double take. I was like, am I on Pinterest? Because that's very much what it looks like. The main feed just has all of these posts that are very similar to Pinterest where you can click in and you can learn more about them. But there is a part of the app that is a little bit more like Instagram. So when you go into an individual post that someone has shared, it actually looks more like an Instagram carousel post than it looks like a Pinterest pin. So there's no video. It is all photo. And for a lot of the posts, they have multiple photos that you can swipe through. It also has a caption that looks pretty similar to an Instagram post and they don't link out to external websites the way Pinterest pins do. Ooh, that's interesting. Mm -hmm. I feel like one of the biggest complaints that I've heard about Pinterest is that you'll find something really cool on Pinterest that you like and then you cannot find out where it comes from. That definitely happens, especially for those pins that have been around for a long time. I mean, Pinterest has been Mm -hmm. around since 2011. So there are some pins floating around that are over a decade old that could lead to dead websites or could just be a random image that someone uploaded from Tumblr Mm -hmm. that we can't find any sources for. So because Pinterest is so big, there's definitely a lot of things there where you can't fully figure out where they come from. Yes. Now, do you see Lemonade as being a potential competitor to Instagram or Pinterest? Obviously, TikTok just exploded in popularity. Now everyone wants to do things like TikTok is doing it. We see Facebook and all these other apps copying TikTok all the time. But do you see Lemonade as like a a suitable challenger? I think it's a little too soon to tell for a couple of reasons. So though Lemonade has done really well in its first few months in the U.S., it was launched here in February. As you mentioned, it's had over 17 million downloads, which is pretty impressive. We still don't know if it has staying power. There was a lot of excitement around Lemonade because there was a pretty big push from micro-influencers on TikTok who were promoting it to their audiences. So I think that was a big part of what got those downloads up and got people interested. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's been long enough to tell if it'll keep audiences interested. And even as I was scrolling through Lemonade, I felt like it was people making Pinterest pins of content that I'd already seen on TikTok, essentially. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And for me, and maybe this is just me being a total millennial, I thought, well, I'll just stay on Pinterest. I don't know if this is providing me content or value that is so far above and beyond what Pinterest provides. And I do think Pinterest users are really happy. Like people on Pinterest love Pinterest. I think like eight out of 10 Pinterest users describe Pinterest as their social media oasis, which is a pretty big compliment considering how a lot of people feel about most other social media apps. So I think if Lemonade wants to replace Pinterest, it's going to need to keep its users really, really happy. And I don't think we Mm -hmm. have enough data yet. Why do you think people like Pinterest so much? And I say this as someone who does not typically use Pinterest, Mm -hmm. but I am on Twitter where people are just like being mad at each other all the time. (laughs) So I definitely can sort of see the aesthetic appeal of Pinterest. But what do you think is behind the popularity? Yeah, I think Pinterest is truly a happy place on the internet. Even if people are mad at each other, you can't really see it because Pinterest, although it's classified as a social media app, is not really that social. Mm. It's almost more like a 
either visual search engine, which a lot of people use it for. There's also an element to it that's a little bit voyeuristic. If you go to someone's boards and you're looking at what they're pinning, you're getting kind of a sneak peek into their brain, into what they like, into what they're thinking. And you're getting inspiration from that, which I think is really appealing to a lot of people. You know, on all of the other apps, I mean, especially Twitter, like you mentioned, but Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, yeah. TikTok, we get talked at constantly. And I think Pinterest is a place where you can go look at inspiring quotes. You can find a recipe, you can get decor inspiration, but you don't have anyone kind of yelling at you about it the same way mm. you do on other apps. And so <laughs> yeah. I think it just, it leads to a more peaceful experience. Yeah, I can definitely see that because I use Instagram in that way. Mm -hmm. I follow artists I like, yeah. I follow people who grow house plants that I like, people who rescue kittens. Mm -hmm. And inevitably, there will be someone in the comments who's really mad about, you're not supposed to water that house plant that way. Right. <laughs> it's like, it kind of just kills the vibe. It does. It definitely does. Yeah. Like, I came here to look at a house plant and be serene, not watch people have an argument over whether they should use filtered water or not. Exactly. And so I do think what's interesting about Lemonade is that Lemonade does have a comment section and does have an interface where people can interact with the posts a little bit more similar to Instagram. So that's why I'm like, I think it's a little too early to tell because if people bring the same attitudes that they have on other platforms over to Lemonade in that comment section, mm -hmm. it may not be able to capture the magic of Pinterest. Yeah. Like just scrolling through it right now, it looks exactly like Instagram if Instagram had like two columns. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is tricky. It's very tricky to see if I could actually see people using this, especially when you already have TikTok under so much scrutiny. Right. Especially here in the United States and in a few other nations. Right. I mean, Lemonade is owned by ByteDance, which is the same parent company that owns TikTok. So I think it's also a little soon to tell if we'll even continue having access to using it because if TikTok, you know, does get banned, I would assume that Lemonade would be included in that as well from being owned by Dance. Right, because the issue here is data and privacy concerns. Mm -hmm. And of course, yep. anything ByteDance puts out is going to have those same concerns. Exactly. Obviously, there are concerns that Meta and other platforms are dealing with in terms of uh, do your platforms make people's mental health worse? But ByteDance has like a, a whole other thing going on here that is still happening. Like we still don't know if we're going to have a TikTok by this time next year. So, right. so given that all of this is kind of, um, I don't know, in a liminal space, <laughs> If you're a brand or a marketer, should you be paying attention to Lemonade right now? I think it's good to still be in the know and to know what's going on. So I do recommend marketers who work for brands or maybe have small businesses still get on the app, still check it out, at least reserve your username of the name of your company so that someone else can't take it. Mm, yeah, that's smart. And I do think that Lemonade could be a really interesting space specifically for user-generated content. So the audience there seems to be really skewing towards organic content. People like that it hasn't been oversaturated with influence influencers and ads. And I think if brands do start coming over to that app, that's likely what's going to happen. So I think if they want to keep it being its original intent, really finding ways to figure out what their audience is interested in, and then also leaning into user-generated content plays could work really well on that platform. So I think it's something that marketers should understand and be mm -hmm. playing around with, but I wouldn't invest, you know, a lot of your social media resources into it with so much up in the air. Yeah, it seems like a lot of the people on Lemonade right now are just people. Mm -hmm. 
you know, yep. they've got recipes, they've got manicures, they've got fashion tips. Would you say most of these people are, are micro-influencers who don't really have huge followings elsewhere? That's definitely what I think. I think people want to be early adopters at the next platform before it blows up. And so I think that's going to be a lot of the content that you see on Lemonade right now. I see. So if you are a brand, you could maybe get in with the next Charlie D'Amelio. Yeah, her, the next Alex Earl, the next Monet McMichael, whoever that's going to be. Lemonade, you know, if it sticks around, could be your chance. But it's also worth noting that there have been other apps in recent years that have started with a lot of excitement and have fizzled out pretty quickly. Clubhouse comes to mind. Mm -hmm. Be Real also comes to mind where those apps did have a really strong start and over time kind of fizzled out. So I think it's good to be present and to be aware. But unless you have a really solid strategy and can build a solid base there, it's probably not where I would invest a lot of resources. Yeah. All right, that's going to do it for us today. Thank you for tuning in to the Hustle Daily Show. We're a proud part of the HubSpot Podcast Network. Our editor today is Robert Hartwig, and our executive producer is Darren Clark. We've got a lot more tech and business coverage in our newsletter. If you are not subscribed, go get yourself signed up at thehustle.co slash email, and we'll see you tomorrow. Hey, everybody. I got a great podcast to tell you about. It's called Truth, Lies, and Work. And it's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. On this show, you can join husband and wife team, Alan, Leanne, Elliot, as they dispel myths, impart wisdom, and answer all your questions about finding, keeping, and motivating great people. They actually just did an episode with John Smith, who is the manager and agent of famous Argentinian soccer player, Diego Maradona. He talks about in this episode how he was able to manage the global superstar athlete celebrity that Maradona is and was. It's a great listen. You better get out there and check it out. And you can listen to Truth, Lies, and Work wherever you get your podcasts.